Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. You got your water or whatever you need to yes. get yes. ready? I have my straw. I have my water. <laughs> I'm so excited to do this with you. Oh, I'm so excited too. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I want to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Karen, I want to start from your childhood. Oh, wow. Uh, your journey, how was it nurtured? Um, walk me through it. You're listening to Sharni Vision Podcast, a Punjabi lifestyle podcast where I spotlight a Punjabi living their aligned life. Sashri and welcome. I'm your host, Supreet Sohi, skin therapist and life coach. On Sharni Vision, I bring you a new guest each week to share their courageously aligned journey. My goal is to share their journeys and stories to awaken your inner lioness or lion to follow its soul's purpose. Let's join the conversation. Hear your journey from the beginning. Mm. Um, what inspired you? Um, I've been following your journey for quite some time. And honestly, you have always left me speechless. And I'm like, girl, this is, you're killing it. You're like, literally. Um, and I just want to, yeah, start it from, I want to hear it. Yeah, I would say it's hard to say exactly what's inspired me because there's just like, I don't know, as cliche as it sounds like everything and anything that I was surrounded by. Um, but I felt like I had a huge opportunity to really connect with my community because um, I grew up in a city like Brampton, which is full of, you know, black and brown communities and just really embracing one another in such a beautiful way. And like, you know, all these different ethnicities and backgrounds really coming together and being inclusive and, and being um just so open to other ways of living, I think that's really helped me feel grounded in my own understanding of who I wanna be. And um, also just being around my own community, like I felt like that helped me connect with my roots more deeper, but also understanding, you know, it's not just all love, like there is definitely things that we need to address and in order for us to move forward and in order for us as a community to heal. So. Um, you know, obviously going through my own traumas growing up, I think I realized that I never want anyone else to feel like this. And if I could do something in a way that inspires me to create work that helps other folks um, that either resonate with that type of work or have gone through it themselves, then I feel like I've done, you know, what I've wanted to do. And um, yeah, I would say that's kind of I mean, I grew up with two older brothers. I grew up with my grandparents, um, all four of them. Um, and I just grew up with a lot of family. And I think that also inspired me to, you know, really understand the nuances of what a Punjabi family could look like, you know, all the good, all the bad that comes with it. And, and how do we heal together? You know, how can I heal myself in order to heal my family? Um, and these were things that I think were questions I had since I was young. And I really tried to explore through my work. 
Mm. You mentioned your grandparents and I myself was raised with by all four of my grandparents. Mm. And I love that you put that in your, you know, social media. Cause sometimes I think as growing up, we shied away from that, you know, yeah. um, being so like, you know, or or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, but then you start embracing their love. You know, you start understanding their teachings, what they're trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you share your journey, your sports system? I know everybody loves your feed on your grandparents. <laughs> yeah, I would say my grandparents were a huge pivotal part of my life. Um, it, like, for example, my nanke, my, my mom's parents were so a part of my life. Like uh, when I was young, um, I would say very young, six weeks old. <laughs> I my parents ended up going to India, and um, which is like unheard of doing that now. Too, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like they left to India for a bit, and um, I ended up staying with my grandparents. And at the time, my nanny was uh, going through her own, you know, grieving, and and she had lost family members. So, um, me being in her life was like obviously just this bundle of joy as I say so myself (laughs) but I she really took it that way and I would say that like she just wanted to be around me all the time and and take care of me and at that time my mom already had like I was her third child so it was a lot for her to take care of anyways and you know back then like it was so normal for you to just kind of like stay with your grandparents or stay with your aunts and uncles and and it was like normal um and so I ended up staying with my non-kid till like on and off till I was like four. And um, yeah, and they really raised me uh, to understand who I am as like, you know, being an independent woman. My non-niji was a very fierce, independent, strong uh, woman that just like didn't take shit from anybody and really had her own ground. Um, and, you know, as my nana G uh, started getting sick and um, I lost him when I was 12, I I think we, I think that really shifted our, our entire family dynamic and, and she really took the lead. And um, I would say she, like, just the way she handled that grief and, you know, it didn't break her down. Instead, it really built her up to become the woman she was and, she you know was driving around in her own car she ran her own house she just like was doing her own thing and it just made me feel like I could do the same um and just you know they were just always so loving and so caring I really thought of my grandparents as my parents like I didn't differentiate that at all um and so for me it's always been like I've had such a close-knit you know relationship with them and of course you know, I lived with my dadke as well. And, um, you know, it, even with them, like, I understood life, you know, and when we were younger, we used to butt heads a lot more. So because uh, obviously, you know, they're also my mom's in-laws and like, it was just a whole thing, you know, straight up fucking Punjabi uh, household. But I think as I grew older and I started to understand like the, the pain that my dadke had gone through and um, you know, some of the things that she went through at such a young age, I, I started having so much more deeper compassion for her and just her zest for like, she just would, she was the one who would always join me in dancing and acting like silly and like, 
doing dumb things and not even questioning it. <laughs> and, um, I think those were always moments for me that like, I felt like I wanted to show my grandmothers who have done so much for my family. Why can't we show them it? You know, and uh, this is just a cultural thing. We're always used to seeing our women being very, um, you know, poised and, and graceful and have to be like this, like, you know, something that's just very, like they, they just feel like they have to be respectful and I I wanted to show them in their raw authentic selves and not have to worry about what they looked like or how they acted or you know I'm like you're at the age where you could do whatever you want <laughs> and um, I just kind of wanted to embrace that so that's why I would really document them and and film them as much as I could. Hmm. I love that. Oh my God. You brought so many memories for me. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yes. Um, my non-Niji actually, she's the reason behind this podcast too. Exactly. Oh. Um, you know, it's you, when you watch these females, you know, I feel like, especially our Punjabi females, they're just so courageous and so strong. Yeah. Um, and when you have that kind of energy growing up, I feel it can really, um, really make a good effect on a child you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and um to, and definitely being lucky uh, to have all four grandparents you know yeah it, you know yeah. and we are lucky enough to have that and yeah. each of them brings such a unique perspective into our lives you know mm-hmm. and, and I, you meant- sorry go ahead <laughs> no go ahead <laughs> i was just gonna say yeah i think um i i am so blessed like i i lost all of my grandparents now in the last couple of years and um it's been really difficult on our family because they were just again we didn't differentiate like who's our parents you know it was just like they were all our parents so for us it was really difficult um losing everyone and um and in such drastic ways it wasn't like oh they were sick for a long time or they were older you know like it was it was just a very dramatic um way for them to pass and I think it was it was um it was a huge reminder for me and and what I want to do as I move forward is just like how can I how can I continue to a break generational patterns and b also keep their stories and narratives alive as much as I can and so um yeah I think those are they're they're just I am very blessed I think people that have been brought up by their grandparents are very blessed Mm, I love that now were your grandparents were they lucky enough to see any of your creative works oh yeah (laughs) what were their Um, reactions oh my god they thought I was so crazy um (laughs) but like my Naniji like she was in my short film Kerpa like she was in my first short film um she like they would just do it you know like it was never like a okay like yeah here and there they would act a little sassy but then they would just go ahead and and definitely go through with it like we would do photo shoots with them with all the time we would do random music videos uh, random snapchats you know just like of them being themselves and um and me trying to document that and as much as they acted sassy about it, they loved it. <laughs> that is so cute. Now, 
I would love to see like what kind of mental health or what kind of meditation did you learn from them? Oh, that's a good one. Um, my nani was very, so she was Amritari, um, and she was very much about teaching us like, you know, Sukhmini Saab and like <laughs> doing um, Simran. And so I felt like that was what I really learned from her in that sense. Um, and she really helped me. Like we went to Punjab together back in 2012 and um we spent like a couple months out there together and i felt like that was a really great moment for me because i was i was really tapping into my spirituality and my spiritual journey and like what did i want to see myself as and how did i you know connect with Saki and how did i connect with myself and you know it was really cool to learn that as well as learning about my my family history you know and um it was so amazing to be around her and and my other like uh, my mom's chacha chachi who are also like my nanke too and like just being around that like and having those really deep conversations about you know spirituality has really helped shape my understanding and and how i see myself you know mm-hmm. and how's that journey been for you uh <laughs> I believe that um, healing is not linear and Mm -hmm. it's always going to be an up and down journey. And I think it's been um, an incredible way for me to understand how far I'm willing to go. And um, in terms of unpacking and, um, you know, there's so many layers to our healing As, as much as you think you're healed one thing another thing comes up. Um, so I think for me, I've been really up and down with it when I first started really, like, really unpacking this was in 2016. And I started working with a transform- transformational coach. Her name's Roz. Um, and it was just such an incredible awakening for me. I, I think it was like something just snapped inside of me that I needed to get help. I needed to save myself. I needed to do something that really um, allowed my, me to just, you know, stop believing my own bullshit and just let's figure this out, you know? And, um, and she helped me understand like so many ways. I mean, now uh, I think it's more accessible to talk about these things when it comes to like law of attraction or manifestation or you know, all this stuff is like a, a thing that people are now talking about more often in wellness. But at that time, um, very few people I knew were talking about it. And so it was really cool to be able to just learn that and understand, like, what does it mean to be human? And, um, you know, how much I'm willing to go for myself? How much am I really trying to work on myself and heal myself? so I could heal the others around me. And like, I felt like it was a personal responsibility. And uh, to say it's been easy is a lie. It's been a lot. <laughs> Anyone that chooses a journey of healing, um, it's so worth it though. You know, like it's even as much as it's difficult and it really makes you question certain things and um, get in there, especially during the pandemic, it was uh, definitely like a huge eye opener. But I think it just makes you understand and know yourself more and more. And as soon as you think you already know yourself, something else comes to change your entire, entire perspective. So 
<laughs> I, mm. I I'm like learning and which is interesting because as I as I understand this more and more I mean as a Sikh uh, which you know you are learning you're always a student of life you you, you know this is what I've kind of signed myself up for is that I'm going to climb throughout my life and that's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. it is isn't it it's a a beautiful crazy wonderful thing yeah um <laughs> and as you're dealing with you know being a creative person and you know and especially dealing with this topic what are some techniques that you use um for mental health um being a creative like do you pause do you journal um do you take your breaks off social media breaks what are your tactics i would say all of the above <laughs> um i i would say you know I, I have been taking a little time off of like posting um as much as i used to right so uh, i used to be a lot more consistent and the reason why i kind of take taken that step back is because i'm trying to focus on like bigger projects that i want to work on and and what do I really want to do and how do I want to serve best serve my community, um, my audience, you know, people that have followed my work for so long and, um, you know, trying to create the whole point of me being on social media was really to share my work, right, and engage with an audience that haven't seen stuff like that before. And so I think, um, you know, as much as it's been a blessing, it's also something you have to take your time with and I think everyone goes through it. I mean, it's hard to be like, I don't pick up my phone and look at my phone the first thing in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it's a journey, you know? You got to discipline yourself. And also, you know, for me, staying grounded more and more, especially during the pandemic, what's really helped me is meditation. Um, it's centered me. It's when I, when I know how I feel when I don't meditate now, I can tell the difference like it's insane before I was like wow I was just living with this feeling like what is this you know but now it's like I can I'm I'm taking more time to be mindful um I'm taking more time to just like sit with myself in silence and and just allow myself to have thoughts and and hear them see them and then let them go you know and um and being able to do that has been amazing. Having an s- incredible support system. I've been lucky enough to find just the most amazing, genuine people uh, around me. My best friend, Buljeet, who is honestly like, I wouldn't be, honestly, I wouldn't be where I am without her. Like, that's just hands down. I I feel like she's helped me so much on my mental health journey and and just being there, being as supportive, just being an ear for me to just talk, you know, and like hear me and listen. And I just needed that because I felt like I was taking on a lot of everyone else's issues and I wasn't able to have someone where I can talk to and and kind of address things with. Um, And she's creative projects. What has been your favorite one? Oh, wow. Uh, it's hard for me to say, honestly, people ask me that all the time. And I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> um, I think all of them are in are all of them have encap- encapsulated an important part of my life, an important time in my life. And I needed those projects at that time for it to be, you know, it was like, 
every project I did, it became my new favorite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for example, anarchically, I've been so blessed to work on a show that allowed me, first of all, to play a lead character, which was not something that you saw before um, with like brown folks and especially Punjabi women. And um, that was in, in such an important project for me at that time. And, you know, it was just for just to be able to connect with an audience and like have weekly episodes and and, you know, them all like being so still asking about the new season or still so obsessed with the storylines. And um, I, I loved that. I loved being a part of that. And because I understand as a fan of other shows, like what that means. And so, you know, that was really important. And, and then you have like something like Haniti, which is my short film about mental health. And obviously that having its own importance of how I connect with my audience and, you know, now talking about mental health openly and, you know, eliminating that stigma around it, um, especially for people of color. Um, yeah, like every, you know, Jadakup having it similar to this, right, where we, we talk and have open dialogue about things. And, um, you know, I, I made Jadakup for the reason of how can I share with my audience the wonderful conversations I get to have in private, you know? Um, and so I just, I don't know, every project has been its own thing from like the silly little TikToks to like the really in- like important heavy issues. I think they've all served their purpose. Mm, I love that. So going into your creative brain, when you have an idea, what is the first thing you do? Like, okay, I got this idea. I got to do this now. I'm okay. I'm just going to say about myself and not in a mean way, but I'm very annoying with my ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I have too many. (laughs) And, um, I, I get annoyed because I'm like, uh, I, I don't have enough time or, money or resources to make this happen so um it's pretty frustrating sometimes but i think um i'm blessed in that sense that i do have ideas for days but i also i would say the first thing i do is speak to i was talking about this earlier but speak to Bujit, who is just my right hand (laughs) and you know talk to her about it and see what she thinks and then also um my other you know Rider dies, which is like Rocky um, Murta, who also was the co-create the creator for um, Anarchy, and um, and then I also have my boyfriend Villa, who has um, they're all three of the people I talk to when it comes to my ideas, and then them giving me validation <laughs> to make it happen. Um, and yeah, before I would used to just jump into it, like I'd be like. Oh, let's just do it. Like I remember, even with Anarchy, like uh, Rocky and I met in a literally in a car ride, and she's like, "Oh my God, you look like the lead character for you know this idea I've had." I'm like, "All right, let's do it." Like not even hesitating. Like we had no resources or anything. And we're like, "All right, let's make it happen. Let's do it." Like I was just so good at doing that. Now I've been a little bit. Um, let's take our time. Let's plan it out a little. <laughs> Strategize a bit, but. Um, before I was very much like jump the gun, like who cares? Mm. Do it. 
Yeah. That's the creative in us, right? We're like, yeah. oh my God. And especially when you have the right people in place, you know, magic can yeah. happen in mi- minutes, you know, yeah. seconds. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm, I really had to find my, you know, my clan. Like, I had to find my own little club that really we support each other and help us see what's possible for us, you know? Mm. Now, I want to know now, at the end of the day, when Karen's done in, over with, what is your self-care routine? <laughs> um, it's <laughs> Lately, it's been a little off, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but um, uh, right now, I'm trying to focus back on like diet and like, how do I take care of my health in, in more of a you know, in food ways, like, because I think I'm, I've been really good with, you know, journaling or meditating, again, speaking to others, like, these are ways that have really helped me going out for a walk. Um, you know, I think those are really good ways for me that have helped and like listening to music. Um, but I think for me also just allowing myself to not feel judged, like I'm trying not to judge myself and and whether it be that the food I eat or whether it be, you know, something I might have done or said, like, I'm just like allowing myself to just feel it's okay. Like, or, you know, not having to be productive 24 seven. I think that's like something I needed to work on and really allow myself to just like chill out, watch Netflix. It's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. I make my own schedule anyway, so I don't know what I'm stressed about, but (laughs) it was, it's definitely hard for a lot of creatives. I would say, or people, entrepreneurs in general, it's like, if you're not working 24 seven, you feel like, oh my God, what am I doing? I gave up everything to do this. I must, I have to, I have to work all the time, you know, and um, trying to find that balance has been like my self-care routine. It's just like, okay, well, I'm going to take time to just do nothing or just chill out or hang out with a friend. Like yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the evening off to just go hang out with a couple of friends because I needed that. And so, yeah, I think it's like important to just know what, what you, what's good for you and go through that list and see what's like the next thing you can do to make yourself feel better. Because I don't I think it changes all the time. It's not this one specific thing. It's like for me, it's like, what do I what am I feeling right now? And and trying to do that and being as mindful as possible. Mm. Yes. And saying that, so is there any other projects that we should be looking out for? <laughs> um, I can't say much yet. I can't say much yet. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, not even a hint. I can't, I can't. I am working on a very important project, but it's still so early that I can't say it yet. I will soon. You'll see soon. That's all I have to say. You can follow <laughs> and you'll see soon, but it's it's still in its very early stages. Um, so there's that. That's like my priority right now. And then I am also... Um, working on our creative agency, The Collective, um, which is co-founded by myself and Buljeet. And um, we work with creatives and help pair them with, you know, brands, small brands, businesses, entrepreneurs, artists that are looking for branding strategies and, um, you know, services that can help elevate their, their companies or their careers. 
Ooh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, oh my God. So look at that. What we, your creative journey has gone so far. It's amazing. (laughs) And now you're opening an agency. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's been great. I mean, we have such great clients and, um, I'm just blessed to have that. Sorry. I don't know if you could hear my dog breathing really loud. (laughs) But yeah, it's been, um, it's been a great journey so far. Now, is there anything that you love to share with the audience and listeners? Yeah. I mean, I always like to end off on this note, but um, honestly, this existence is so temporary. There's no reason why you shouldn't be living out your purpose or figuring what out what that is and just allow yourself to just be present. You know, don't take life so seriously. It, it's, it's hard sometimes. And of course, there's like so much you probably are dealing with right now, but just know that everything that's happening right now is prepping you for what you're meant to be. Mm. Yeah. That's so beautiful and so true. <laughs> I so needed that. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. Don't worry. Everything's okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you for taking out the time and sharing this beautiful and sharing your journey with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It was nice to, you know, some questions I've never actually answered before. So it was really cool. Yay. Well, hopefully <laughs> I get to meet you in person and I can't yes. wait to see your new projects. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Bye, hun. Bye. Take care. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Share New Vision Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps other lioness find the podcast. Stay connected with me on social media, on Instagram at ShareNewVision. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter. When you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get notified of weekly episodes, affirmations, healthy lifestyle tips, vegan recipes, skincare product recommendations, and newly added Sharni Life's Monthly Book Club. I'll see you soon. Sashriya Kaal.